Welcome to Gosh Darn Fiasco. I'm Angela Weber. And I'm Richard Molina. And this is Gosh Darn Fiasco. It is. This is Gosh Darn Fiasco. This is part one of our very special series, Return to the Ice. Story is so long that we put it in two parts, and this episode is just the first half. Return to the Ice is a brand new fiasco playset by Jason Morningstar and edited by Steve Segetti. They approached us about releasing an episode with this new playset, and we got to play it before it got released, which is so cool. Thank you so much, you guys. <laughs> you can download this playset right now on DriveThruRPG, and Bully Pulpit is donating all of the proceeds to their favorite charity, the Mines Advisory Group, which helps people keep safe from landmines and unexploded ordnance around the world. So please go over and get this playset to support the charity. There is a link in the description of this episode, or you can just go to bullypulpygames.com and look in their news section or go to our website. It is a pay-what-you-want purchase. Right now, the average is 66 cents, and I would love it if we, the gosh darn fiasco people, could, could raise that a little bit. Darn right. Please get it, because it's so great, first of all, and also it's a great cause. Yeah, it's amazing. This playset, is, so it takes place at South Pole Station, and there are maps... And there are diagrams, and there are all these very well, like, like real research things, and it's super cool and weird, and uh, I like it a lot. This is only the first half of the story, as we said. We leave off on a pretty wacky cliffhanger, but the second part of this story will be out on Wednesday. So can we do, like, our regular intro now? We'll just do the regular. Oh, okay. Yeah. If anyone's new. Okay, sure. Yeah. On this show, my friends and I play a game called Fiasco. This week, our cast is our local Portland sketch comedy group we call the Love You Squad. Yeah. Which is Lucia Fasano, Kyle McCormick, Kevin Michael Arnold, and the two of us. So Fiasco is a tabletop role-playing game with rules and dice and stuff. But if you don't know anything about Fiasco, that's okay. Basically, you're going to hear a bunch of us improvising a story about Antarctica. Uh, it's like listening to a movie, but there's no pictures. And also, there were never any pictures. In... Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Here's what's going to happen. First, we use the setting to select details for our story from the playset. We'll cut that for time, but we explain to you what details we selected, and you'll hear everything we do in terms of coming up with the story and our characters. And then once we have all those details, we decide on our character names, and the players go around the table, taking turns setting up and acting out scenes. And you can tell when these scenes begin and end because of our cool chime noises. Everything else is pretty self-explanatory. And before we get into it, we want to tell you our news. We have two live Gosh Darn Fiasco shows coming up. That's right. First, we're going to be at Kickstand in Portland on July 25th. The show is $5. It's at 7 p.m. And our special guests will be Kelly Sue DeConnick and Lucia Fasano. It's going to be so good. Yeah. Second, we will be at Gen Con in Indianapolis, which is in August. Our show will be Saturday night at 8 p.m. Guests to be announced. It's going to be amazing. And you can get tickets now at Gen Con. Go to our Facebook page for information or go to thedoubleclicks.com slash gdf. All right. I hope you enjoy this episode. It is a great one. It's got a lot of different accents in it. Yeah, neither of us do one, but everyone oh. else does. So thank you. Hooray for oil. It's literally one of our catchphrases. That's amazing. <laughs> I'm in the room, a shiny piece of gold, and I'm in a cool magnet of speech, and I'm 
unimpeachable. Only 19, but my mind is older. These New York City streets get colder. I shoulder every burden, every disadvantage. I have learned to manage. Welcome to Gosh Darn Fiasco. My name is Angela Weber, and today we are playing the Return to the Ice playset. Return to the Ice, you say, but you played the Ice last time. That's absolutely correct. Return to the Ice is a brand new playset written by Jason Morningstar and edited by Steve Segetti, and it is sort of a sequel, as you will hear in this thing I'm about to read. Settle in, Polly. I heard you did a summer at Mactown. That's cool. If McMurdo is like a really out-of-the-way American small town, South Pole Station is like a broom closet on the moon. That C-130 flying away? Wave goodbye, because that was it. The end. Civilization is flying away with it, and darkness is about to fall like a frozen fucking hammer. <coughs> we are officially alone. There are 49 other faces here, and maybe you love them, maybe you hate them, but for the next six months, they are all the faces you are seeing. So settle in, Polly. We're standing on 2,850 meters of solid ice. The warmest it has ever been here, in the history of ever, is negative 13.6 degrees Celsius. <laughs> you don't want to know how cold it can get. You probably wouldn't believe me if I told you. Even though it is dry as a desert, the wind is always blowing, and sometimes that means whiteouts for days, and always that means big fucking snowdrifts. Snow that whips across maybe a thousand kilometers of flat, featureless nothing. Snow we have to keep shoveling, or eventually it is bury us and we just disappear. Let that sink in. Anyway, we're watching The Thing tonight in the gym, both versions back to back, so stop by if you've got any liquor. And we will start doing setup in just a second. <laughs> We just did set up, so we have some stuff on the table, and we will tell you about it in just a second. Lucia, introduce yourself. I'm Lucia Fasano, friend to all, just like Gamera. Um, <laughs> and Lucia and I have a chump and opportunist relationship that we just chose, and... Our location uh, is a dangerous location, which is the industrial fan room next to the music room. That's right. Hello, my name is Kyle. Kyle McCormick. Kyle McCormick. Friends to some. Friends to some. <laughs> Unlike Gamera. Yeah. Lucia and I, one of us is an NSF employee, which we've apparently established stands for Naval Support Force. Is that I right? I so, yeah. And the other is a Lockheed Martin contractor. We don't know who, who is who yet. Yeah. And also, one of us is involved with an unintelligible screed written on a legal pad in red pen. One or both. My name is Richard. I teach math, so I'm a friend of few. We keep this train rolling. <laughs> Kyle and I are bandmates in a half-assed band, um, and we have a need, a distraction to our lives, like seeing how many polies you can have sex with. Perfect. I am Kevin. This is the sound of the way I talk. And friend to none. <laughs> I have one friend a day. Okay. <laughs> um, I have a relationship with Rich, uh, a collegial relationship. We are frosty, old-school veteran polies. And we have a need, and it's a little honesty between the two of us to figure out what this is. But Kevin and I are slaving away for Shelly fucking Durbin, who we have not established who that is, and we have an annoying hat as our object. Um, cool. Yay. All right, so let's think of our names and write them down and some ideas about our characters. <laughs> All right, let's uh, introduce ourselves, if everybody's ready, done writing. Yeah. I'm going to start with Luch. Are you ready? Oh, okay. Hello, I am Gruber Balrog. This is Lucia talking. I am uh, being channeled by Lucia, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I am in the body of a 49-year-old 
Charmed Man. Oh, great. <laughs> um, I work for Lockheed Martin. I'm a contractor, and I make, uh, I make uh, the weapons. Well, I don't personally make them, mm-hmm. and the spacecraft. I mean aircraft. Um, <laughs> <laughs> that was not a Freudian slip, uh, but I sure like Freud. Um, and uh, so I am being stationed right now at South Pole Station, where I am going to do some business and maybe work on my my dreams. Oh, you're an opportunist, is what I'm hearing. I'm Kyle. And my character is Archie Murdo, McMurdo the Fourth. Oh, good. Uh, Archie McMurdo the Fourth is the great grandson of McMurdo Station founder Archibald McMurdo, who's a British <laughs> naval captain. <laughs> I had to look that up. <laughs> he was born in Scotland in 1980, and uh, he signed up with the Foreign Legion of the Naval Support Force uh, to be stationed in Antarctica. And uh, he's actually he has his own goal that he's looking for. Related to the unintelligible screed and illegal pad and red pen that he has, and perhaps related to secrets left behind by his great grandfather in the icy wastes of Antarctica. All right, that's great. We are warned in the playset that we we should not take unauthorized trips away from. So you gotta watch out. Yeah, you gotta watch out. Um, I feel really good that the weight of having a weird accent has been lifted from everyone else. Oh yeah, Armelina. I'm going to be playing at Jack Frost because when the National Science Foundation gave me a grant to come here to uh, to the South Pole Station, uh-huh. uh, I changed my name immediately yeah. um, because I was going to play music and um, I got there and stayed forever. Forever. I don't know if I said this out loud, but I love the idea that you came here because they really need, like, something bad happened. And they were like, these people are going insane. We need to bring them music. Yeah, uh-huh. We so don't know what the bad thing me. <laughs> the bad thing that happened was, but you're here to fix it. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> with my music. And so um, somehow I have formed a band with uh, Archie McMurdo uh, called the Icy Boys. Or um, ICP. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also a professional squatter. And I'm I'm hiding within the station and have been for the last thirty years. Yeah, but <laughs> I come out. Years. <laughs> You've been here since you were sixteen. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, I mean, you I changed my name to Jack Frost for yeah. this band. <laughs> really, he was not a full-grown man. He made that <laughs> Fantastic. Okay, cat. Oh, I um, this is I'm Kevin. Uh, uh, I'm gonna be playing R. J. Burton, ex helicopter pilot and mechanic here. Uh, I've been here quite a long time, and uh, I kind of like hanging out with Jack Frost because he's the only guy who acts like a teenager and be, be's older than me. <laughs> he he bees. Yeah. <laughs> Good dosing. I'm Angela, and I'm going to be playing Dr. Susan Dorothy Science. Um, I'm a scientist. Uh, I'm a grad student, um, and I am down here to study the effect of snow. (laughs) And, um, I'm just really excited. I mean, uh, Gruber is saying that he needs help with something, and if that's part of my job, I'm in. I'll do whatever Shelly Durbin needs, because I'm just here to help. So, that's my deal. (laughs) <laughs> that's the thing you guys so we've got the dice on the table remember when a scene is coming to the crux where it seems like it's about to end uh, the, everyone on the around should be thinking we should give you a die either white if you think that person should wrap up the scene that so it ends well for their character or black if you think it ends poorly for their character this is helpful so that 
we make sure every scene is a change and not just a conversation uh, with a character. And uh, who wants to start? Maybe I am first arriving on the station. Oh. So uh, you can meet everybody. I can meet everybody. Somebody can try to enlist me in their projects. Gruber. <laughs> Everyone is there. Yeah. Are we in like... Mandatorily. We're by like the helipad where you land. Uh, oh, I'm just like landing and you guys are immediately like, thank God you're here. We needed another yeah, person. Yeah. This is a big day. Yeah. <laughs> we just finished a new song. Okay, perfect. Land. Oh, I'm so glad to be out of the sky. Door opens. Oh, hi, everybody. Hello. <laughs> Welcome to, uh, what are that? South Pole Station. My name is Archie McMurdo IV. I'm going to shake your hand in real life. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> Hello, Archie. My name is Susan Dorothy Science, but you can call me Sue. Will do. I'm here to do snow science. What, do you, what kind of science do you do? Rock and roll science right now. That sounds amazing. Primary uh, duty. So, like, gravity and geology? Oh, no. More like, uh, like, sick tunes. And, uh... The and sickest tunes. Sweet melodies. This is my buddy Jack. Talk to him. Hi, Jack. Hey, how's it going? I brought you uh, two tickets for you and a plus one to our show later tonight. <gasps> really? Yeah. Two drink minimum, though. That's right. Oh. That's right. Okay, I didn't bring a lot of money, but I guess I could spend the, it all tonight. No, I'm give, giving you. Here. Well, I need it for the two For the drinks, though. The drink oh, right, right. right. But yeah. it's all right. We use snow bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah? Yeah. That's real? Not a thing you just made up to exploit me? It's, uh, it's a curious question. You get five for a dollar is the conversion rate. <laughs> so if you want to give me some dollars, I can give you some snow bucks. I would love to do that. That sounds great. Let's get inside, though. Yeah, it's really cold. Because it's, we're dying. Yeah. Uh, uh, here, I, here I go, walking inside. <laughs> you okay, Archie? Uh, it was the door. Okay. <laughs> that was the door. <laughs> <laughs> okay, um, so, oh, I guess there are more people here. Hello, I'm Sue. Hello, I am a Gruber Balrog. Nice to meet you. <laughs> oh, you do not have a pleasant handshake. <laughs> it is very cold. Uh, yeah. There's not a lot of blood that circulates in my body uh, wow. because we are in the cold. Oh, that makes sense. That's very efficient of you. Yes. Maybe I could study that. Yes, uh, you. I have this thing where I sort of... I. Uh, I Tell myself not to circulate blood, in order to uh, to maintain my body temperature and save the blood for when I really need it, like if I am having a conflict. Uh, oh, oh, and what's your name? I'm R. J. Burton. You could just call me R. J. or Burton. I don't care. Uh, I'm just the mechanic. I'm here to make sure the pilot doesn't need anything before he takes off. That's great. Can you give me a tour, Gruber? Oh, yes. Uh, do you mind, though, if I film it on my iPhone 4S? <laughs> <laughs> that seems great. Okay. All right. Well, bye, guys. Uh, so, so, so uh, Dr. Susan, can I call you Dr. Susan? Sure. That's part of my name. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm into it. Here is the bunker that we... Uh, live in and contemplate life and death. Um, you see, there is not much space. Uh, here is the mess hall, but oh. it is quite clean, actually. That's funny. Yes, and uh, you eat 
the freeze-dried foods. They are military, uh, military foods. Great. It's all you will eat. Excellent. But well, you look like you you don't need to eat a lot. That's true. Yes, you're a young woman. Yeah, yeah, I have. I don't have as much control over my blood as you do over yours, but it's okay. Everyone's jealous. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent. So, uh, so why are you filming this on your phone? Can I? Is it part of science? Can I help you? Or oh yes, uh, it is the science of a sociology. I don't know if you have this word in your language. No. But you study how people how people interact. What are their hopes? What are their dreams? What makes them go mad with paranoia and suspicion? These are just assumptions. I don't know. <laughs> you know. Uh, well, I, I mean, it, you, you seem like you would know. So what? Uh, so do you have any advice for me, I guess? Oh, yes. Well, you just remain calm and go about your usual blood circulation. And I will record it for posterity in science. So you just work on your projects. And I want you to take note of your feelings and your dreams and report them back to me. If you dream, if you have any weird visitations in your dreams, you write it down. It is important to the data. So is this nor a normal, like everybody's doing this here? Oh, yes. Okay. In their mind. Oh, okay. Well, listen, I'm just happy to have made a friend. Best friends forever. <laughs> I, I I was like, what's going to happen in this scene? And I am very happy that I am going to be a human experiment. <laughs> okay, great. Looch. Oh, oh God. Okay. Um, and just for the listener, in addition to us, when you set up a scene around your character, it can be the next thing that happens. You can just go ahead and flash forward. It's three months later, and now that's where the story is. You could do a flashback. You can do a monologue, like where you're just hanging out and talking to yourself. Um and you can cast anyone at the table as anything you want at any time. So maybe in this scene, um, Gruber is, uh, is he's watching uh, Archibald, right? Archie? Well, yeah, I mean... Well, he's, he's watching Archie and RJ uh, as they sort of are going over regular routine stuff. So we're like in the hangar, basically. Yeah, so maybe so. It's, it's just like a month later. Okay. Everything's normal. Yeah. So Gruber walks, uh, uses his little um, authorized personnel only badge, and gets into the space yeah. where he comes upon Archie and RJ overlooking um, an aircraft that is strangely shaped. Did you tighten these screws? I've never seen a screw that's that shape before. I don't have the right. Uh... Tools for this job. I've you never know, seen a plane like that. Hello. It is I, Gruber. Say hello to the camera. That is called slating. Slate the camera. Get that sorry, crap out of my face. I'm in the middle of something right we're, now. We're working on something really important right now. I need you to leave. And I am working on the truth. The truth is out there. Is he right? The truth is in here. I mean, look at that crap. Oh, don't tell him that. Oh, crap. You need I'm to going to zoom in with my here. camera feature. Hey, can I see that phone yeah. for a sec? <laughs> no, RJ. And I smack the phone out of his hands anyway. I've got it. <laughs> Good job there, RJ. RJ and RJ. <laughs> Listen, RJ and RJ. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I'm sorry that I broke your phone. I'm sorry that you do not appreciate art and sciences. 
I appreciate one of those things. I've heard. See, I see, boys. I do not think that you know about music or art. I don't think that you know what you're messing with here. Don't tell Jack I said that. You're going to tell him? He's a sweet boy. The sweet boy of 46. <laughs> now, you know that I am allowed to be here. I am. I work for Lockheed Martin. I am a contractor, unless you forgot, did you? I don't know. I'm just slaving away under Shelly fucking Durbin <laughs> again. Shelly Durbin has made sacrifices. She is a good leader. Without Shelly Durbin, you would all be dead. Well, you know, she does sign my paycheck, so technically, yeah. I've seen her sign the paychecks. I've never met the woman. Shelly Durbin does not. Shelly Durbin does not have to report to you. <laughs> Just strikes me as odd. That's it's odd. a voice over the intercom as far as I know. Oh, I think I hear Shelly now. Attention. 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 Bye. Shelly fucking Durbin. <laughs> she really likes to make sure we're paying attention. Likes to make sure we're on track. It's very distracting. Good thing I don't have to slave under her. Hey. <laughs> I would not use those words if I were you. I would not use the word slave. You have it pretty good. You have your freeze-dried meals. Do you not? You. You have your cabana bed. <laughs> Do you it's not? falling apart. It's 20 years old. You have your karaoke machine. That's true. She got that for you. Because you wrote on a comment card. All right, listen. I'm here. You need to leave. You're not authorized to be in this hangar. This is an SF hangar. This is not for Lockheed Martin. You've got your own hangers. It is. And then Gruber goes up to the to the unidentified sitting object and wipes off some snow that was caked on, and it says Lockheed Martin on. <gasps> you see, I have every reason to be in this All right. area. Start talking. Attention, attention. Karaoke's at five. Bye. Shelly fucking Durbin. What's the point of her buying me my own machine if she makes me <laughs> share it with everyone? <laughs> what a beautiful voice she has. Alright, start talking, I... documentarian. We found this ship out in the snow when I was out there, when I wasn't supposed to be. That was in the manual. But Why, we found it. We brought went it back. to the dangerous area, and that is how you got this. Yes. It is not allowed to be in the dangerous area. In fact, I will text. The dark sector. The dark you think sector. you understand the dark sector? You only adopted the dark sector. I was born into it. I didn't see daylight until I was nearly a man. <laughs> My great grandfather settled this land. <laughs> Attention, <laughs> attention. Where's your name tag? <laughs> RJ, please remember to set up the karaoke machine 30 minutes early and remove all Journey songs from it. God damn it, that's half the songs. Any way you want it. <laughs> Over. It's Journey, right? <laughs> anyway, perhaps I have come here for many reasons. Perhaps I care about the psychology of your dreams. But... I am also here to make sure that you do not touch what should not be touched. I feel like we're on a vaguely 
European showdown here <laughs> regarding the mysteries of the Antarctic. Tick, tick, tick. I don't know words. And I'll tell you something. You're going to lose. You're it, going to lose. Germans have never lost. That's just not true. We beat you. And we're going to do it again. I love it. <laughs> Whoa. This got real cryptic. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's was, happening, but it's good. Archie born in on the South Pole? Yes, he was. That's amazing. <laughs> and he also repurposed the, the Bane speech from the, the Dark Knight Rises to talk about it. <laughs> no way. <laughs> I feel, I'm glad we brought Shelly Durbin in, too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, she seems really nice. She doesn't seem like a bad person. No, no, no. No, no, no. But does she exist? Is there really <laughs> That's a question? question. That's uh, question. It is now Archie McMurdo's turn. All right. <laughs> so I want to I want to explore what Archie's really after. Yeah. Here, um, so we're gonna flash back to thirty years prior at at McMurdo Station, where Archie McMurdo the Fourth, as a young boy, is having a conversation with his father, um, Archie McMur- McMurdo the Third. Um, Archibald. Ar- Archibald Baldo. <laughs> Um, and ironically, beautiful long hair. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, because we kind of red locks, <laughs> we we'd kind of talked about how the previous episode in this mm-hmm. took place in McMurdo Station around that amount of time previous. Yeah. So if anybody wants to show up yeah, from great. that episode, great. Uh, then we can do that. Okay. All right. So we go. I'm six. So what's the big deal, Dad? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what do you mean, that big deal? I'm just showing you around. Oh, I really like it. But I've been... I found Grandpa's journal. What were you finding in your grandfather's journal? What were you doing digging around in his old stuff? I'm a child. That's what we do. Well, we dig around. What was so interesting that you found? It's... It, I don't understand a word of it, Paul. It's all written in red ink. Just nonsense. Pure nonsense! I'm very articulate for a six-year-old. I noticed. I'm, I'm raising you right, boy. Oh, hi! <laughs> You're my favorite of seven sons. <laughs> the one who gets to live keeps your name. That's and true. And i right, <laughs> We'll find out in 30 years. <laughs> so, I need to know the truth. I feel like you've kept it from me for too long! Well, I cannot I tell you about it. It's something I have to show you. <laughs> And it's not at the station. It's not over there in the university. And it's not in the coffee shop. Stay away from the coffee shop, lad. But I love coffee! (laughs) You won't like this. Trust me. Oh. Ask any of the locals. Excuse me, sir. Is the coffee shop any good? Oh, yeah, the, the, the coffee shop? Yeah. No, 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 I don't think you, the, you don't want to go to the coffee shop. Hey, hey, uh, hey, Archie, how's it going? Hey, Dr. Halley, how's, how you been? It's good, it's good, everything's good. I, uh, you, you seen any more of those crabs anywhere around here? <laughs> Just these empty dead husks all over the ground. Yeah, well, look what at are these? Don't, don't worry about it, don't worry about it. It's going to be fine, everything's fine, just, uh, I mean, you've got your, your bags packed, right? You're out of here. Yeah, don't put that near your mouth, son. <laughs> We're not doing that. <laughs> we'll uh, we'll we'll carry on the McMurdo tradition here. Don't you worry. But but uh, you may want to get your kids somewhere safe and not here. If you need to get a hold of us, we're heading to the South Pole Station. Oh really? Yeah. Oh, uh, is there uh, is there a distance learning program there? Can I? Uh, 
No, please stay away. All right. Well, have fun, I guess. <laughs> gonna guys, go pick up some crabs. You guys. <laughs> All right. So, tell me, how can I find the truth about our family, Pa? Well, first, I've got to give you all these books on the occult that has been handed down from generation to generation. The whole McMurdo family has memorized every word in this book. Is that why the uh, grandpappy's book doesn't make any sense? I'll explain it when you've finished this first book. You've got 30 years oh, of books to read first. A History of Spookies by, <laughs> by A. P. Carlman. I can't wait to read it. And it's illustrated by Jill Silverstein. <laughs> oh, it's all in verse. It's the perfect book to start me off on my spooky journey. Baby's first occult book. <laughs> perfect. Oh, pa, I'm so excited to learn all the dark arts. I'm excited to teach you. Now onto the plane with you, lad. Oh, goody. That's good. I feel like that worked better than I thought it was going to. <laughs> when I pitched the scene. I just hope that your father doesn't die before he is able to tell you the secrets you're supposed to find. Well, he will, I'm sure. <laughs> and that's why I haven't found them yet. I'm still studying the book. <laughs> we'll talk about it. Soon. I really like I like that setup a lot. Uh, all right, Jack. Okay, so I think uh, I think Jack and RJ uh, need to be having like a little. A moment, like a quiet moment. Mm-hmm. We're, we're gonna go. We're gonna have a little. Uh, Jack's invited RJ to like a little barbecue. You know, we can just <laughs> hang out during the the hour of sunlight and uh, yeah. <laughs> and, and enjoy it. You know, um, so we're gonna meet in my one of my favorite places in the quiet sector, where I have a little like shanty set up so that I can hide out here if I need to. <laughs> Taking an unauthorized trip out of the station. Well, I can't take authorized trips. Yeah. Trips are uh, outlaw. Only outlaws will take trips. <laughs> <laughs> welcome, welcome. Come on out. I got, uh, I got my chairs set up out here. Uh, there's a big roaring fire. You know, yeah, that meat warm. smells delicious. Yeah, it's penguins. Penguin, yeah. my favorite. I mean, <laughs> I can't eat your weird military food because no one bought rations for me, so I just eat penguins. That's <laughs> all there is out here. <laughs> I'd love a wing. Here you go. <laughs> there is no seasoning. <laughs> Salty. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it takes some getting used to, but uh, you know, thirty years later, I, I, you know, Jack, I'm glad you invited me over. We haven't done this in forever. I know we've got you know it took us about twenty minutes to walk out here, so we've got maybe fifteen minutes of light left. And All I, right. I plan to enjoy it, so <laughs> I'm gonna pop up the the legs on my uh, my lawn chair, snow lawn chair. <laughs> A seat, <laughs> just lay out. Um, and we're, we still look like our Eskimo yeah, suits. No. It's, just, it's just barely our eyes are showing out of it. Um, RJ like bundles some snow together and then sits on it. That's <laughs> yeah. a chair. <laughs> so how uh, how's everything been going? I I, uh, I have to hide so often that I don't get to, get enough time to talk about. The good old days. <laughs> I gotta tell you, Jack, have you met this new Gruber fella Who? hanging around? What? Documenting everything. I don't know. Oh. He's sticking cameras in my face and I know I don't like it. Oh, yeah. I've, uh, I've seen uh, seen that, that camera in the tunnels. There's a camera in the tunnels? That's... Well, no, there's a person with a camera. Oh, kind of okay. creeps through the tunnels when I'm creeping through the yeah, tunnels. Yeah, that's probably that creep. Yeah. Huh. That's weird. I thought I knew everybody here on the station, but... Yeah, there's some other new person, too. I really? saw her briefly when I was refueling the airplane. Oh, that's right. I invited her to the concert, and she 
Didn't she fall for it? Yeah, uh, never does. <laughs> you know what, Jack? You're such a good friend. I'll come to the concert tonight. Really? Yeah. No, you are not kidding. I haven't sat through one of those in, I don't know, oh, four or five months. I would really appreciate it. It's really hard to uh, be in a band with zero audience. Well, I also brought you this treat. Bottle of rum. Let's get what? liquored up before the concert. Oh, I am so glad I invited you out here. Oh, this is really good. I'm going to go and get... I have another penguin. Let's just let's make it a feast. <laughs> I want to eat until I fall asleep in the snow. That sounds so, <laughs> so good. Um, I love coming out here to the quiet sector. There's really nothing going on. No one ever comes out here. So this is, this is great. I really, I think that maybe we, we should take a moment and kind of reflect on what we're doing out here and what we think about, you know, the ice. Well, I try not to think about emotions too much. Well, but... shouldn't we? Shouldn't we think about our emotions every once in a while? You're right. Yeah. I. Why don't I? I love this place. <laughs> I wish I could work at this place. <laughs> so, are, are there any job openings on the station anywhere? Well, no, but you could have my job half of the time. You're such a great friend, I just want to help you out. You could dress like me. Put on my parka, do a Wait, lot what? of handy what? jobs. I'm kind of getting sick of working under uh, Shelly Durbin, and if you could answer to her once in a while. I mean, I, I guess I could. I'm I really mean, if worried. you're looking scared for something, of, terrified of her. Everyone should be. Yeah. Attention, attention, unauthorized self-reflection detected in the quiet sector. Oh, um, you know the light's failing. We better head. Yeah, out let's anyway. eat these penguins real quick and let's let's get out. Oh, of here. mine's still raw. Yeah, it's, <laughs> mine's still breathing. Oh, oh, that is. Sorry about that. They're just so adorable that I can't. Let's get going. Really I really, really like that you are an artistic performer who is also a fugitive. <laughs> and you're trying to professional your squatter. Show. You're trying to your show. But if they did, you would be in a lot of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I like the idea that you were trying to get him to like talk about his feelings, because that's why you're here, is to help him <laughs> I need to know about feelings. Awesome. It is now RJ Burton, sir. All right, I think RJ... Let's go to the concert. Yes, Yay. finally. <laughs> and Who's there? Um, everyone at the table. Okay. And... <laughs> really want someone to be wearing an annoying hat. I, I can wear an annoying hat. Yes. <laughs> She's new. She doesn't Yeah. Know. You don't know any better. <laughs> what is my hat? Do I get to decide? Will it come up in the scene? Sure. You get to decide. Okay, great. Uh, RJ's just hammered drunk. Great. And what instruments do you play? Oh, uh, I play drum pad. And I have the guitar. Yeah. And we both sing, I think. Yeah. 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 Like, you know. Okay. We are the Icy Boys! Welcome to our show. A one and a two and a one, two, three, four. You're amazing. I must admit they are quite good. I like mechanics. They put everything together. Mechanics! I like mechanics. We are friends forever. I think I this song's about me, guys. <laughs> what? That's amazing. You want some of this rum? Pass it around. Sure. I like your hat. 
I don't like her hat. We love mechanics. They fix stuff for us. Mechanics are the best. We love mechanics. We like their taste in hats. Hats are the best. Good song. Thank you. It goes on longer on the album. We, we don't have copies of our album here. We haven't recorded it yet. We'd say you could download it, but Wi-Fi is expensive. Oh, it's so rough. That was amazing. And Sutsu uh, runs up to Archie and Jack, and she is wearing a hat. It's like um, like a furry bear hat with ears, and embedded in the middle is a GoPro uh, <laughs> that uh, Gruber is making. Oh, boy. So it's just like a little camera, and there's one on top, and then there's also one like sticking out selfie stick style, recording her face, and it's like infrared to like so it records like whenever she's stressed or anything, uh, and she thinks it's totally normal. Uh, oh, nice hat! Wow. Thanks. Uh, I'm helping with science, so yeah, that was amazing. I can't believe I didn't make it to one of your shows before. You guys are so good. I mean, I haven't heard real music in a few months. Uh, I've been here for about a month and a half, um, and before that, I was just getting ready but you know that sounds better than i remember music sounding so. well it's the best music in the world wow mm-hmm. i believe it there's nothing better no, no the glockenspiel nothing. is the superior instrument in you the world. shut that fuck up <laughs> I you crowd let it be on the record that i came here to support some music but now maybe i will not support some music <gasps> anymore Gruber, why you always got to be such a stick in the mud? We're all trying to have a fun time at the concert here. I was trying to, but then he was very, very mean to me. I was. That was pretty mean. <laughs> I, I mean, channel that into the man. I think you when know, you look at this footage later, you will find that I am becoming more red as I am flush with the conflict that's going on. Hold on. Are those running right now? Yeah, they're always running. Oh, okay. All right. I'm just going to hide my face. Always. Remember what I told yeah. you earlier? That's why I'm wearing this In your face. This is right suboptimal. <laughs> You're doing a great job. You'd think you guys would want to be in front of the camera to get yourself some exposure for yeah, your band. not here in the station. Wow, this is really fun. Uh, RJ, thank you for this run. It's nice of you to bring this for the group. I can only listen to this crap when I'm super drunk. <gasps> I can hear you. They've heard it all before. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it'd be a lot better, but that Wait, fan right there it. is really loud. You haven't? No, I didn't know he thought it was crap. Maybe yeah. you should come I out to one of our barbecues. As the resident mechanic. You like barbecues? Yep. I mean, don't tell anyone. Why did you tell him? I don't know. I was He's like, in a band. We're going to be short on penguins now. Oh, hey, take note, Dorothy. Yes? That because we are in such an isolated space, that it is only a matter of time and months before we slowly tear each other apart. I'll write that down. Speaking of tearing everybody apart, I've got to say, as the mechanic, stay away from that giant fan over there. It's a bit on the fritz lately. It could get fritz? chopped up. Fritz lately. I know your grandfather or whatever. So why, why, uh, <laughs> why do you guys have the music room right next to the giant industrial fan room? I guess it kind of adds a new sort of percussion, but it seems like it's probably messing with your sound. Well, a lot of my influences are 80s noise rock bands, and so before we had the drum pad set up, I was hoping that the fan could be the percussion, like you were saying. Uh, it turns out, though, it's not super rhythmic. But it's, I tried to do sort of a lightning bolt melt banana thing, but it didn't work. None of these well. references mean anything to me. They don't mean anything to anybody. Is this the fan that keeps the whole station going? Well, it's not a fan-powered station. But without this fan, and I know this because I am one of the science here, uh, this, the station would shut down. It, uh, it's part of the electrical system, so 
it's important. I mean, it's a gasoline run station, of course. Lockheed Martin oil. Go yes. oil. Look forever. Go oil. <laughs> as as the doctors, the good doctor is talking. Yeah. Uh, the fan like like sparks start shooting over <laughs> the fan, and uh, RJ goes over to fix it and chops his hand clean off. Whoa! 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 <laughs> this is a grievous mistake. I, I'm going to need some help over here. He starts pouring rum on. He's no. so drunk, he doesn't no. know. He just pours rum on his sad. Someone call Shelly Durbin. Don't worry, everyone. It's not my dominant hand. Somebody get Shelly Durbin. Jack, I'm really going to need you to step up to the plate here on helping me out. Okay. I'll, I'll try to call Shelly Durbin. And I press the button on the wall, and I try to reach Shelly Durbin. Attention. 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 Karaoke is at five today. No, but Shelly, there has been an amputation. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> that was a really, I was like, I'm going really, yeah, 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 <laughs> really yeah. bad with this. It's my turn now. So Sue, uh, she she wants to please Shelly Durbin, and now obviously the hand being chopped off <laughs> is a problem. And so she is going to meet with RJ in her lab. Where she works. I like that she's a doctor, but I also said she's a grad student. So she was, she got a doctor. <laughs> she doctorate. got her second. Yeah, she got a doctorate. She's only 20. Yeah, no. <laughs> she's very smart. Yeah. She has her first doctorate in astrology, and then her second doctorate, <laughs> yeah, uh, it, she's working on right now in snow. <laughs> like the Canadian rapper from the 80s? I mean, you haven't seen her proposal, so maybe. Yeah. <laughs> And so she has called RJ uh, here to discuss uh, How much longer? How much time has passed? Uh, This is the next day. You wanted to see me, doctor? Yes, uh, RJ, uh, this is uncomfortable for me, and uh, my hat is off. It's on the table. Um, But uh, you know how when we got here, we got that letter uh, from Shelley Durbin and sort of like embossed, and it said... You know, uh, if anything were to ever uh, go against the rules, we're supposed to uh, report it. Um, yeah, I've got that letter. Well, um, I, uh, you, you were operating the fan under the influence of, of alcohol, and uh, it's, it's a strict no al- alcohol zone. You're not gonna rat me out for this. Well, the thing is that I, I have the footage from my hat cam that. Uh, Gruber makes me wear or asked me to wear as part of the help help thing Gruber um, so uh, I, I, I'll just I'll just show you and I pull up the footage on the computer and it's uh, like the band playing you know and then it you know sort of fast forwards and it's just you literally with the rum in your mouth <laughs> going to reach for a switch uh, and and your hand just chopping off, and I, I, I've put it in like slow motion and zoomed in, so there's just blood splurting everywhere. This is very well edited. You know, it was always my dream to be an editor, but now I'm a scientist. Maybe my next PhD will be in in film. But anyway, um, a noble degree. Yeah, I I just uh, I just feel like I really should report this. You haven't shown anyone this before yet. No, Me, right? No, and it would have sank to the cloud, but the Wi-Fi here is so awful. Yeah, the Wi-Fi is pretty bad, and it costs so much. It's expensive. Uh, is there any chance I can talk you into, I don't know, deleting it? Well, I I don't... Uh, 
it's just I feel like Shelly Durbin would really want me to show this to her. Shelly Durbin doesn't give a crap about any of us. I've been working here for so long, and all she gets me is meaningless items that I have to share with everyone and never a pay raise. Karaoke is fun, though. I find it to be more fun when I do it by myself. <laughs> <laughs> well... I mean, they finally got Hamilton on the karaoke machine. Thank God. I'm sure it took you a long time to download those tracks on the Wi-Fi, but we appreciate <laughs> it. We all do. No problem. It only took three months to download each track individually. Wow. I'm wondering uh, what uh, what to do, because if I ever meet Shelly Durbin, you know, I, I just don't want to have to... I just can't lie to her and look in her eyes and, and tell her that I... Um, that, that I, I, I ignored a rule. Is there something that I could do for you that would be mutually beneficial here? Well, I guess there is one thing. And? I'm not, I'm not allowed out in the quiet sector, and I, I don't have any boots, but I was, I was thinking they would be provided, and they weren't. I just would really like to go outside and see the sun. I could get you some boots. And I've got a special place in the quiet sector you can go and just chill. Really? Yeah. You'd do that for me? Yeah, anything for that footage. <laughs> Not for you. Sorry. <laughs> oh. No, I'm sorry. Oh, okay. I mean, that seems fair. And if I if I get a little alone time, then maybe I won't be so nervous if I ever meet Shelley Durbin. Heck, I'll even draw you a map. Fantastic. Thank you so much. Thank you for never showing this to anyone ever. I will delete it if I can figure out how. Uh oh. Wherever Balrog is in, uh, is in the uh, TV room where they've got a really, or actually in the computer room, uh, where they've got um, a really old computer that uh, he's trying to kind of look over his footage that he's taken, mm-hmm. uh, and sees something in the footage that distresses him. What is this? Where is the footage of that nincompoop cutting his hand off? Hmm. Let me see if I rewind to... What? What's with all the penguin corpses? Oh, who would do that to innocent penguins? They just wanted to tap dance and give their pebbles to their penguin mate. I'm going to be sick. Wait, what is that? It looks like... Oh, God, that is the most unsightly thing I have ever seen in my life. And it looks like it is heading towards South Pole Station. Knock, 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 knock. <gasps> what, what? And I put away all my papers and things. Uh, Archie opens up the doors. Oh, I, so, sorry, I didn't know anybody was in here. This is my crying room. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't you see I had mine editing sock on the door? <laughs> I, I thought I thought that was Jack's. Sorry. Jack is a superior musician to you. Oh! Low blow! I mean, he's also a decade older than me, so I'd hope. It had to be said. Music is not a young man's game. Frolicking und se flowers is not a young man's game. What are you talking about? <laughs> These are my opinions. Take it and leave it. Well, I'll just leave then. 
fine. It's not like I was looking at anything quite important. No, wait, to... what were you looking at? <laughs> Nothing that involves... Listen, there are more things in heaven and earth than are dreamt of in your philosophy. N- nothing you say ever makes any sense to me. But I'm very curious now. Life does not make sense. We do not live in a rational world. Or else how would you explain the horrors and which I have seen and the grainy footage from my iPhone 4S? You better start talking sense to me. You will have to see for yourself in the footage. And I just kind of rewind slightly. Like on the phone? Yeah, it's kind of buffering. <laughs> <gasps> Look upon it und despair. I am despairing. Um, it's the horizon of, of on the snowbanks, like it's out through it, and there's just what appears to be. It's like UFO shaped. It's like a black saucer kind of, but it's really really low and it's like lumbering sort of oh, across no. the snow, and it's just there for a few seconds and then it goes back beyond the horizon. That was no penguin. No obese penguin. It's not a fat, flat penguin. <laughs> no, it was no fat, flat penguin. I think that perhaps I must let you know why I have been brought here. I think that would be very nice. When I began working at Lockheed Martin as a contractor, which is my day job, but my dream is to be a documentarian, Um, when I began there, they told me that... In the South Pole, there were some disturbances. There were some sightings of crab monsters and um, and other terrible things. You know about the crab monster? I've only heard tale of the crab monster. My father was killed by a crab monster. The same crab monster? Well, I don't know. Was it in Probably. The... Okay, I don't know. Was it 30 years ago? In the station, what bears my name? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what is your last name? McMurdo. <gasps> Have we not been introduced? <laughs> not formally, no. Archie McMurdo. I do not shake your hand. My hand only has so much blood that I can... It's all right, it's very dirty. Yes. So, they said that there have been strange goings-ons and that we had to work on developing a super weapon in case anything tried to break through the atmosphere. You've been developing a weapon? Weapon. Here's the thing. Weapon. You are developing your science weapons. Weapons. Your weapons. My weapons. Your weapons. Yes. My weapons of mass destruction. Well, anyway, I have been developing <laughs> my own psychic whip weapons of mass destruction. Wait, because you... my people have also foretold the coming of this monster. And we have to fight it. But we've got our own ways of doing it, you understand. I have always believed that the power of the mind and the dreams was more powerful than the physical. So you are saying that you have found a way using the mind? I, I would like to, if possible, team up with you. Previously we had a frosty relationship. <laughs> but I think that perhaps, like the cockles of my heart, we ought to warm it. But... Oh no, I'm I'm getting a call. Hold on. So Gruber takes his iPhone for us, holds it up, and on the other line he hears a voice. Yes, yes, Shelley Durbin. I will I will go to the brig. I am sorry for for going against the rules of 
South Pole Station. And then Gruber goes to the brig. We just made a friend, and then something <laughs> terrible happened. <laughs> Good scene. I like it. Uh, whose turn is it for to set up a scene? Archie. It's Archie's. Archie, we got Archie. Two more, three more scenes for this half. Archie gets it into his head that he wants to go. He wants to go out into this. He wants to go investigate the thing because he he was tipped off from Gruber, but he can't help Gruber because Gruber's in the brig. So he decides he's going to go out and investigate himself. Oh gosh, the thing you saw in footage. Yes, but he does not go into the dark sector. Instead, mm-hmm. he heads out the opposite direction. Through the quiet sector, okay. where he stumbles across pseudoscience. Yes, he's always going to pseudoscience. I was going to say a barbecue, <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> but he just sent me out there. Yeah, but oh, I forgot about that. It's yeah. all I'm into you. Okay. So here we go. Okay. Of the tundra. Oh, oh, oh. Hi, Archie. Oh, hello. Um, I'm not singing. <laughs> then who was? Oh, it was me. It sounded beautiful. Did you write the song? I, I didn't. I didn't. I've just been so, sort of expressing it. I just have some feelings these days, so I was just, you know, I don't get to be out alone very much, and I thought I would come out here. And am I talking loud? I'm sorry. Don't get me in trouble. I stopped listening. What are you doing out here? I just wanted some some quiet time, I guess. It's real crowded inside the building, and all my science has been in the lab so far. All right, you can't tell anybody that you saw me out here. Uh, same. Uh, that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, I, I only have the camera that's on my face right now on, so... It's on! Well, just the one on my face, so people don't know that I left the station. It's on your hat, you mean? Yeah. Oh, the one that's the pointing one that's at her face. The one that's pointing at my face. Is there audio? Uh, I actually don't know. Gruber just put these on here. Probably not, right? Probably not. So they're not going to know that it was me out here. They'll know it was you. Yeah, well, she, the, uh, Gruber, he, he put it on, and then but then he like disappeared, so... He hasn't been able to hook up the mic, so yeah, you're right. There's no audio. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's good. So I'm, I'm gonna be on my way, if that's all right. What are you doing out here? Oh. I can help. Would you like to help? Yes. I just feel like there's something going on that I don't know about, and I'd really just like to know. Do you know anything about fighting, science, or the dark arts? Two out of three. Perfect. That's all I need. Yeah. I'll fill you in. I don't know a lot. Okay. There's some kind of darkness that has settled in to Antarctica. <gasps> Is that the big shadow that looks like a flat penguin that's been coming across the horizon oh, this entire time? You've been seeing it! Yeah, I thought it was if it was a big deal, somebody would have done something about it, so I've just been ignoring it. I think they've been hiding it from us. My great-grandfather... Settled Antarctica as part of a secret organization called the Priory of Sion, whose job is to keep evil spirits or aliens or whatever from 
getting into the rest of humanity. Yeah, I know what the priority of Scion is. Oh, perfect. So, you understand. Yeah. So, he found out that there is some kind of... There is something about these wastes that draws evil to it. And so he set up a station to monitor them. But he put it in the wrong place. That's why there's this other one here. Oh, McMurdo Station. Exactly. Yeah. And that's why there's the old rhyme that... That... No matter where you go or what's happening to you, there's got to be a McMurdo in Antarctica. Yeah, you guys wrote a song about that in the Icy Boys. <laughs> That's right, we did. We did. It's on our first EP, These Are Facts. <laughs> My favorite one about that is, if you don't drink water, you'll be dehydrated. That's right. That's, That's right. my favorite song. And if you pee yourself, we'll all feel violated, is the next line. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's good. It's all about urination and hydration. It's my, two of my favorite fluid-related activities. But not mine. So, you've seen the thing. You know about fighting or science or the dark arts. Science and the dark arts, yeah. You know about science and the dark arts. We need a fighter. So uh, you know about science and the dark arts. Yeah. You'll know that I feel like my generation of McMurdas is the closest to finally stopping this great evil. Well, what do we have to do? That's the thing. I don't know. Okay. Uh, well, I have some good news and some bad news for you. I've been out here every day mm-hmm. uh, for the last three days. Okay. And usually the fat flat penguin shows up in about 30 seconds. It just hobbles over the horizon and then goes back out. It's probably going to be here soon, so if... Well, wait, what's the other news? Well, the good news is we're going to see it, and the bad news is I usually run. Well, we are going to run. Okay. <laughs> Towards it. What? There it is! Run with me, pseudo saying Oh, hey, that's funny! Run with me! Wow. Oh, did that end well for me, or poorly? We don't know. That seems like a plus for you. This is positive. We found the thing. We found the thing. I've got another helper. Just to be clear, my first PhD is in the dark arts. It's like astrology slash dark oh. arts. <laughs> okay, because, like, same the, thing. The school Perfect. didn't want to have two separate departments. Yeah, yeah. yeah. not students. It was an inter- and, and it's not in like practicing. It's about. It's defense against the dark arts. Yeah, yeah. It was an interdisciplinary program that yeah. included astrology and things like that. Yeah. Cool. Or maybe that was just what my um, thesis was. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> dark arts and astrology. All right, Jack. Okay, so. Uh, Jack has decided to take RJ's advice, and he, he's take his, taken his job, and he is dressed up in a suit, a maintenance suit, like coveralls, um, except he's supposed to be missing a hand now. So <laughs> <laughs> he's just painted it gray to look like the, <laughs> the whole station. <laughs> Excellent. I just um, like the idea everyone's still very impressed that RJ's getting the job done. Yeah. <laughs> He's but, so good at uh, Jack also doesn't know anything about mechanics. <laughs> so he, he does a little bit, but but mostly he just walks around the station and he is he's cleaning with care uh, the the speakers, the loudspeakers that Shelly Durbin's voice comes out of. <laughs> and so he's so that's walking he's down the tunnels near the brig, and as he gets down there he is polishing this speaker and cleaning it very well with his gray hand. (laughs) He's just whistling to himself. So he's going to be coming into the brig to clean up because he doesn't know what mechanics are. 
but he can be a janitor. <laughs> <laughs> can there be a security guard outside the brig? Briefly? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Mr. Burton. You, that's me. That's I'm Mr. Mr. Your Mr. voice Mr. sounds Burton. weird. I'm Mr. Burton. <laughs> oh, that's better. That sounds a lot better. Is it? Is it? Yeah, you sound yeah, great. Yeah, that sounds like me. <laughs> so, what? Uh, how's the rounds? How's the rounds going? Uh, really well. I'm doing some uh, important uh, mechanics. Um, there's oh, something to be fixed in here. I think I heard in the brig. Yeah, well, I don't have the work order for it. Oh, that's that's. Let me go ask Shelly Durbin. Yes. You stay here. Don't go in. Why would I go in there? You stay in here. I'm not going to go in there. I'm going to go ask Shelly Durbin about it. Oh, okay. Security guard just walks away. <laughs> Bust in because he doesn't <laughs> want to be here anymore. <laughs> he goes directly to this loudspeaker and he starts cleaning it. Oh, oh. Who? The light. Just, <laughs> I have not seen any light in days. In day? What are you doing in the brig? Oh, I was made to go to the brig. But... But why? There's only there's only fifty of us here. I mean, I don't. Who puts people in cages? That doesn't make any sense. I don't know, Shelly, Shelly, fucking Durbin. <laughs> don't don't talk to her about like you, don't, you shouldn't say that. Oh. Just Shelly Durbin. Just Shelly. Shelly Durbin. Shelly Durbin. Mm-hmm. I think that I got. Oh, I don't even know what is right and what is down. I know. I know. know. Everyone here on the station complains about her. But between you and me, she is wonderful. She told me to come here. I've just been trying to help. I think that something bad might be upon us. She put you in the brig for that? Yes, perhaps my Uh, mind was too good. Too good. We wrote our entire second album about how there shouldn't even be a brig here and that we needed a foosball table instead. Oh, the brig, whole, brig love. That was, that was uh, back when we were the Frozen Beach Boys. That was, that was a good album. It was I a long time ago. quite liked it. Um, can, I, can I open that door for you? Let's, I, mean, I think you should get out of here probably. <laughs> I, I don't know that you need to be in the brig. I don't know. I mean, perhaps if you led the way, then I could, I could leave. Oh, this is good. I hate that security guy, too. He's the worst. <laughs> hey, wait! <laughs> He's coming. He's coming. I've got the maintenance keys. I heard so somebody I gotta... say something mean about me. <laughs> I can unlock any door I want to with these maintenance keys. Get me out of here. All right. I am a celebrity. <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> I'll get me Come out on. Here. Thank you. I am hobbling because my bones are so brittle from being in the brig. Hey, what's going on in here? Um... Uh, 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 nothing's going on here. Uh, this guard is pointing his fingers like a gun. <laughs> he doesn't actually have one. Uh, look, um, I was sent, and I'm not supposed to tell you about this. He hides his, hides his arm, behind, <laughs> his other hand behind his back. Um, I have been asked to bring this person to Shelly Durbin's office. Your voice sounds weird. Shelly fucking Durbin's office. <laughs> okay, that sounds right. Okay. <laughs> well, I was just there. Uh-huh. She wasn't there. Oh. But this checks out to me. Okay. So, all right. It is important. She wants to be in my film, which you will also have a favorable part in my film. I get to be in a movie? Yes. Oh, fun! If you let us go. Oh, I love that. Okay. Oh, yeah. yeah, good. Um, There's a part. Yeah, you could play a part. Do you play any parts? Really? I mean, do you play any parts really well? 
Yes, I do. Okay, so I was Hamlet in high school. Wow. So you are an, let me see. So you are an actor and security guard. Yes. Thank you. Here's okay. Look, I was just working as security guard at the Paramount Station. Station. I'm sorry. I've been here too long. Wow. Too <laughs> so long. Many stations. Paramount Studios. And I had a buddy. Well, he's blathering. Let's go, Jack. Let's I go. go, go. I mean, had a job it. opportunity. And Tell I us about your just resume. Took it. Okay, I was I was Hamlet in high school, and then I was in our town, and then when I graduated, <laughs> I, I went to. Can we okay. name that security guard real quick? Yeah, uh, Mike Douglas. <laughs> Mike Hamlet Douglas. Mike Hamlet Douglas. <laughs> Great. Okay, this is the last scene of the first half. Oh crap! All right. Um, RJ, um, is still drunk. I mean, it's, <laughs> just it's been days and he's still, <laughs> he, just like, he lost his hand. He's just, he just living underneath the station <laughs> while he does your work. He lost his hand while dr- being drunk. So in his mind, he just got to stay there. Yeah. Uh, he'll start bleeding or something. Yeah. 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 I mean, he poured rum all over his stump immediately. <laughs> so that shows the mindset of RJ. Um, and he, uh, gets it into his head to... To give Shelly Durbin a piece of his mind finally after oh, all these years. Man. Whoa. Oh man! <laughs> <laughs> so he actually he starts at that that uh, airship that or whatever that he yeah. that Lockheed Martin had brought, and he's just he's just, I mean the scene begins uh, with a shot <laughs> of the Lockheed Martin logo on the ship, and as it's pulling back. The bottle of rum gets smashed on the logo, <laughs> yeah, yeah. and the camera pulls back to just a like a heaving uh, RJ. This is it. This is enough. I've had enough of this bullshit at this station and this crap coming from Shelly fucking Durbin every half hour on the hour. I'm going to give her a piece of my mind, and he runs to the office and just starts hammering on the door with his one good hand. Have you ever seen Shelly Derby before? No. Okay. Maybe her office door. It's just a voice door, over the intercom. And her office door is like a sealed vault, kind yeah. of. But <laughs> with a yellow mark. Like it's just sort of a quarantine type of door. Right. And it's frosted glass. Any glass on it is frosted, so you can see things moving in there, but not a person or anything. You just see shadow. Or okay. So you're slamming on the door? Yeah, I'm just. Uh, attention! Attention! There. Shelly. Shelly Durbin. You're... Let me let me in. I've got a peace of mind to give to you, and I'm of two minds about it. Attention. You've got my attention. I'm trying to give you all the attention you've been asking for all these years. And the door creaks open. Um, and you enter the room, and it is—it's like an ice—it's like a ice locker. It's—it's it's like completely frozen. Um, and there's a desk there, but you don't—you don't see anybody at what? the desk. There's like the chair is, is facing the other way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Listen, you two-bit, no-faced person that's always pushing me around. I've had enough. Hello? Attention, attention. And that is coming from a little speaker on the table. <laughs> and then from the chair. What? Why are you being so mean to me? You were working me to the bone, and you made me share my karaoke machine when I didn't want to. But, 
But isn't sharing good? <laughs> and he walks over and swivels the chair around himself. And there is a child there, not wearing a parker or anything, and it's like a. It looks like an eight-year-old girl. What the holy ice baby is going on here? Oh, I'm I'm Shelly. It's nice to meet you. You're Shelly. Yes. Who put you in charge, little girl? I. Well, I don't know. The last thing I remember is my parents putting me in a spaceship. And now I live here, and I press the attention button, and then I press the karaoke button, and then I press the unauthorized <laughs> self-reflection button, <laughs> and that's what I do. Well, I appreciate you stopping from me from thinking about my feelings earlier. I couldn't stand that. I, I've been watching the TV, though, and, and I think that sometimes feelings are good, and sharing your karaoke machine should make you feel better. Blue the dog is always happy when she shares. Well, Blue's usually right. <laughs> I don't know why you always say my, my name with the, the F word in the middle, though. I'm just trying to help. Look, I, I didn't know I was hurting feelings. I've, I didn't even know if you were real, to be honest. I'm real. I just can't age. How old are you? Well, what year is it? It's to be really established here. <laughs> 2016. I guess that makes me... 904. Holy Benjamin Button. <laughs> I can't believe this is happening right now. Nobody else has seen you? supposed to open the door but you seemed so angry well and there were the people that put me here of course what people are are they still around do we need to worry about those people oh no i haven't seen them in a long time they had a funny accent though a funny accent <laughs> yeah did they say oont instead of and or ah a lot oh not that kind of accent i don't think it's sort of like, hmm, a little bit like the conductor on Shining Time Station, but a little different. I think I've got more information than I came in to find out about. Oh, the problem is, though, now that you've seen me, I don't think I can let you go. Oh, crap. I <laughs> <laughs> okay, push a button and the door closes. <laughs> the door closes. <laughs> But the good news is, I've got lots of karaoke we can share together. It's not Journey, is it? No. We're not supposed to listen to Journey, because we can't think about taking any trips. We just live here now. The journey is over. Damn. I've got to stop believing. Oh my god! <laughs> 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 I feel like maybe... Archie is not a bad guy, so but maybe his family is. <laughs> I don't think putting the alien child in charge of the station is a bad thing. Oh, that's true. I was thinking of her being trapped there, but it also seems like that's for her own Yeah, group. if yeah. it's a nice room. Yeah, that's true. I mean, it, not... even if it's not like the right thing to do, it doesn't make those bad people. That's true. That's true. Okay, that's the end of the first half. <laughs>
<laughs> uh, we're going to do the tilt table now where we come up with some ideas that will enter into the second half. So everybody roll their dice. We'll press pause and we'll come back with our tilts. Thank you so much for listening. So check out Fiasco from Bully Pulpit Games or at your friendly local gaming store. Return to the Ice, this playset, is available right now on DriveThruRPG, and the proceeds go to charity. Get all the links for that and our live shows at goshdarnfiasco.com. Gosh Darn Fiasco's logo was created by John Harper, and the music was created by Aubrey Weber. Tune in next time for part two that will come out this Wednesday, which is June 2nd or something. And watch out for Shelly fucking Durbin. <laughs> She's everywhere. <laughs>